in my mid-20s, in order to kind of stay somewhat in shape and something new to challenge my brain and body, I decided to learn martial arts. So I'm not very flexible, can't really jump, can't kick. So I was kind of looking for, oh, maybe I'll pick a martial art where you have to more grapple, use your hands. So I kind of settled upon Aikido, which if you've ever seen a Steven Seagal movie is kind of the basis of his moves. Seemed very easy, he's kind of large and fat. This should be easy. Well, later on I learned that Aikido is kind of defined as one of the martial arts that's very much inspired by ballet, like perfect form. So oftentimes we have to kind of stand like this for like 20 minutes and not move and be perfectly relaxed or like this. And constantly the instructors would be going, relax, relax. And I'll be honest, I never really mastered it. In fact, I uh, ended up as a yellow belt, which is like one step above white belt, which you get when you start. So I didn't get far at all. Well, I say this because as one of your instructors, not masters of Lent, this is a time period where, in a sense, we both have to be active, but also relaxed. We have to, in a sense, look at our Lenten spiritual battle plan, so to speak, but also allow the spirit to come into them, to make them truly transformative. We have to be, in a sense, like Jesus Christ, who was led by the spirit to be tempted, in order to truly focus on the things that God really wants us to get out of our Lenten journey, which is namely to do good things and avoid evil. Pretty simple. But just as those instructors kept yelling, relax at me for like two years, it's not that easy in practice. That's why throughout this Lenten journey, we get to hear from the Old Testament, especially from Moses, from Isaiah, from Jeremiah, and all the prophets to kind of remind us of these simple facts. The prophet Isaiah is very clear. He constantly tells us, wash yourself, stay clean, put away misdeeds, stop doing evil, do good. Real simple stuff. But constantly a hard thing to do, constantly a hard thing to master, constantly a hard thing to get back to every day of our lives. Because sometimes we can get distracted by one thing or the other. The effects of our lives, the effects of maybe even one venial sin can have a lot greater of an impact than you realize. Sometimes you might say something even kind of harmlessly that really hurts the name of someone else without us even realizing it. Let alone maybe if we do commit one of the bigger mortal sins, what kind of impact that might have on the world, on those around us. I'm not saying this so we get even more stressed out, but to remind ourselves that sometimes we can develop these kind of awesome battle plans for Lent, these great game plans, and sometimes ignore kind of those simple realities that God's trying to speak to us Like the basic goal of, hey, let's not do evil this Lenten season. Let's strive to do one good thing each and every day of our lives. Like I said, in Aikido, every time we had to do something from that stance, it was because at some point we're going to end up back in that stance to do something else. That was our kind of basic groove, so to speak. In many ways, it's kind of similar to what St. Leo the Great once remarked about the Lenten fast. He says, the Lenten fast, yes, can be fulfilled by the abstinence from meat or food, But above all, it must be the renunciation of sin. But the main purpose of this Lenten fast at its core is to renounce sin. That the goal of giving up a particular snack, giving up your favorite show, doing a particular prayer, devotion, coming to the fish fries, coming to the stations of the Christ, putting a little spare change in the rice bowl, yes, it's a small thing to do. But at its core, in a sense, we're saying no to sin. That with every action of trying to do good. We're also trying to say no to the evil that is going on in the world, the evil that sometimes we participate in very small ways. And it's placed by doing something good, 
We're doing something that has even a more of an impact in this world. Because if our negative effects sometimes have an impact around us, but also the good things we do with Christ's help has an even bigger impact. And that's what we're trying to get to day by day, strive by stride, so to speak. The more we're kind of renouncing sin, then we can get closer and closer to the good things that we're trying to do. Granted, my microphone wasn't working at the start of Mass, another Lenten joy, so to speak. But that opening prayer, I'll repeat it again. Grant, Almighty God, through the yearly observances of Holy Lent, that we may grow in understanding of the riches hidden in Christ by worthy conduct pursue their effects. That the purpose of avoiding evil, removing sin from our lives, is that we start to understand the great hidden riches that God and Jesus Christ is planted all around us. That we can start pursuing, in a sense, these great things that God has in store for us. So the more we kind of work on these little things, work on our basic, we would say, Lenten stance, then we can start getting closer and closer to those deeper realities, those hidden truths, the real realities that truly move our hearts, propel us into relationships with our friendships, with our families, our husbands and wives, our children, our brothers and sisters and friends. That the more we kind of leave these old world behind as we leave Egypt behind, so to speak, as the church fathers might say, then great things are in store for us. The more we hit these with our minds, hearts, and souls, then we start to grow a little bit. For those who do martial arts, that's how we kind of move from white to yellow to red, green, I think blue, brown, and then ultimately that black belt. The ironic thing is a black belt is actually the point when you start to actually learn martial arts. It's a really great concept that it's not when you achieve your black belt that you're a master. It's that actually when you get your black belt, that's when you actually start to really do martial arts. I wouldn't know. I never got there, but that's what I was told. But in our spiritual lives, that's what we're striving for. That's why each Lent is maybe not always seemingly connected, but trust me, we grow from every single Lent. Even if we have one good day of growth this Lenten season, connected to Jesus Christ, we can build from that. And that next Lent, we can grow from that. And that next Lent, and that next day, and that great day in Easter, something clicks. That's what we're looking for. All these things are not just coincidences, they are actually related in Jesus Christ. That's the great power that God has done. With him becoming one of us, joining in our earthly struggles by him himself being tempted, he shows us the great pattern of our own lives. Ultimately, that's why Lent is shorter than Easter. We have a greater season in Easter with this great joy, the great hope and knowledge of the resurrected Jesus Christ that we can even more grow in all these great things we've done. That all these small things we did for other people, these small things we did for the universal church, for the poor of the world, somehow become magnified. And we get to see that. We get to live in that. And that's what we're hoping for. If it was just about doing small things just to necessarily avoid evil, that is sufficient. But as we said in that opening prayer, we can then start to pursue the things that really matter. We can fall more deeply in love with the people God has placed around us to grow with them, to see the good that God has done in their lives as well. That's our hope. And that's the purpose of all the things we're trying to do this Lenten season. But the more and more that we're guided by the Holy Spirit, just as Christ was, we get to see kind of the essence of who we are and what we're being called to be. It's a profound thing that we get to do. Every Lent, in a sense, is that great opportunity to kind of start over on a couple of things, to get back to the basics, and really do, even in these simple things, such profound things that can change not just our lives, but the lives of so many people around us. So my brothers and sisters, I hope that all of us can relax, maybe not, but we'll work on it together to the best of our ability, but most importantly, with Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit, to truly be guided by them in our Lenten journeys, 
that even if it might be doing the seemingly obvious, great things can happen. And that second reading, St. Paul talks to us that the Word is near to us. The Word's in our mouth. It's in our hearts. And that everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. These are not huge things we always have to do. It's right there in front of us. Sometimes it's just a, meaning, a meaningful grasp towards it, a meaningful voice, just saying, Lord Jesus, have mercy on me, a sinner. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. That's enough sometimes in one day to do so many great things. So let us all ask Jesus Christ in his church for the help that we need in this time of Lent, for the help we need to avoid evil, but most importantly, to do the good he's calling us to do, to pursue those things that truly build us up. And the more we can do this with our hearts, minds, and souls, we can truly leave this Mass so we can truly glorify the Lord by our own lives of faith. Amen.